My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with family and friends. We talk about current events and pop culture, trends, music, news in the headlines, plus endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, my second act. It's a rarity these days that we are both in the same studio. Yes, it is. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Can we say? Can we tell you? Can Can we talk about why you're down here? Yeah. Well, do I get to say my little thing first? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. My name's Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead and do your plinko. Then we'll do. Well, the, oh, oh. So, well, my plinko is kind of long. So, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say there's a tree down. Yes. Uh, not our tree, but there's a tree down in the in in across nearly across the driveway from the neighbor who who we won't call out. Yes. That mean man. Who if 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 it was my tree that fell into his driveway. Because this happened uh, Friday or Saturday. No, it happened Saturday. We've had these crazy storms that just come through. Um, in our particular area, like Milton, North Alpharetta, normally we don't get, I mean, we get, obviously we get rain and stuff, but it seems like there's always like bad weather on the south side. But like we have had these crazy storms lately, and I swear they have taken down every tree in our neighborhood. What is that? Uh, something coming up, upcoming, upcoming audio. Sorry. Okay, um, but yes. Yeah, so there is a there a tree fell down, and so I have no internet, which is like return to the Amish. Okay, by the way, because it's like because I cut the cord on uh, on Direct TV, I can't watch TV. Oh. I can't I can't do the radio show. I can't do podcasts. I can't do. I had to do my time cards from here today for my other job. It's just crazy. All of the things you rely on that the internet. You like. Yes, I can't order my things that I need on the Amazon. And Mr. What's his name's tree is is the cause of all this. Well, I don't know. Well, it is actually. I think I think lightning hit my modem, but I'm blaming it on him just because. Well, that just, tree's down though. I saw it yesterday. Good. Yeah, no, it is down. It's a huge tree. But my little modem just didn't work. And if you had been through what I went through when I'm not going to name the company Comcast, when those two people came out to my house, I'm just going to call them Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, it. I, I just dread having another one of these calls. I mean, it's just a scene. Well, when are we going to have that call, though? Tuesday. They're coming Tuesday. Okay. All right. So you came down to the Brightmore Healthcare Studios. Which I love coming down to. And I always say when I come down here, I'm going to come down once a week, and then I get back in my pajamas. But I am going to come down once a week. Well, but it, it, so you came down. You left uh, Alpharetta at what time? Uh, Five. Got down here at 620? Yeah, 515. Okay. Yeah. Come through downtown? Yes. Okay. Beautiful ride. Beautiful ride. City's just starting to breathe. Yeah. Where it gets a little hairy for me is... South of the airport. Well, it's that split where it's 75 and 85 toward the airport. Like you can either keep going 75 south or 85 to the airport. So first, both will take you to the airport, by the way. Right. So I make that 85 split and uh-huh. then it's, it's right. It's, I got to pay attention. Like I got to pay attention to my, um, exit or you will end up, I can't even tell you where you're going. Okay. But do you not take 285 to, to West Fayetteville Road? 285 uh, to Riverside? 285 to Riverside? Yes. To, that's the way you do it. I because right so, there yeah. you have 75, 85, and 285 come together right there. Yes, I think that's how I okay. did it. Okay, all right. I'd so have you, to look you, up in my ways. But it like it it kind of takes you by the back way of the airport. Yes, it's okay, the southernmost point of the airport. And that's a very long road from it's there to miles. the studio. Yes, 10 miles. And it's like, and I saw a couple of like police, Fayetteville police, like not hidden, yeah. just kind of sitting on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were present when I left Trillith this morning. They were, yeah. They were there. So. Yeah. Um, so you made it down here. You did live radio. Yes. How'd you do? Well, I mean, I give myself a 10. What'd what do you think? Okay. All right. What do you think? I think it went well. I think it went well. It's, um, well, it can be just a bit distracting. 
a bit distracting. Well, because I think you you forget that I have a hundred things going on over here. And you kind I'm of, distracting. Nah, maybe not you necessarily, but you want to have a conversation about something unrelated to what's coming up in thirty seconds, and it kind of can throw me off a little bit. Really? All, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't enjoy me being here? I, live? That's not what I said. Roll the tape back. That's not what I said at all. I'm just saying that it kind of adds. Um, I love it. I love it. I do. I love it. I, okay. Interesting. All right. I just don't think you like being on display where I'm here and you like, if you hit a wrong button, then I'm like, what'd you do? Why are you doing that? That's it. Okay. That's Anywho. It. All right. You're, you're, I love waving at the people when they come by. Well, they love seeing you. I know. Because I feel like I'm friendly. Speaking of being friendly. So I took Charlotte to um, the Atlanta Open, the tennis match at Atlantic Station yesterday. It was the finals. It's been going on for a week. And it was the finals. And it was um, just a great afternoon. So it was Fritz, my little Fritzy who is number five, and he's the number five player in the world. And he played an Australian, which I can't even um, say this guy's name. It's something like Vucek or something. I will say that Charlotte said that the Australian guy, she swi- she's a big um, Fritz fan too, but she switched streams in the middle because you know how they switch like sides. You probably don't know this, but when you play tennis, you switch well, sides. Okay. So when um, the other guy came down to our side, the Australian, uh, Charlotte deemed that he had the, some of the best legs she'd ever seen. So she she gave she up switched. from yes. the American to from the Australian. Taylor Fritz, yes. She switched from our little 25-year-old Taylor Fritz, who we both love, um, and switched over to Alexander Vukok, who's not much older. That's an American. Yeah. And, I mean, Taylor does have some little bird legs, but he's just cute as a button. Is she up right now? Uh, No. No, because that's a whole thing. Like, I'm like, can you get up at 8.30 and let the dog out? I don't know that that's happened. But anyway, um, so... Well, tell everybody about your debut. Yeah, so Fritzy won. So this guy comes up, and he's got a microphone, and he's like the announcer person. And he comes up to Charlotte, and he says, um, do you play tennis? And she said, no, I used to, but I don't play anymore. I'm, you know, I, I don't know what the hell she said. And she said, but my mom won a state championship, which I love the fact that she serves that up. Right, well, with she my should. Accolade. Absolutely. Um, I've won one Alta state championship. Which stands for? Atlanta Lawn Tennis Association. Right, for those that aren't in Atlanta. Listening. That's right. Big tennis organization. This is before... The biggest in America, maybe, Before the pickleball came along, people. Yeah. Imagine. Um, so, I, I, she said, you know, my mom played... So, he said, can you... I need you... He's, no, he didn't say can. He said, I need you to do this contest with me. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And he's like, just follow me. You're going to come down to the court. I'll tell you when. I'm like, to the court. And he's like, not on the court. But just down to the court. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm up for it. At that moment, what did you think could possibly happen? What were some different scenarios? Well, I thought I was going to be made fun of. And I just didn't want that to happen. Well, no, I just don't want the crowd to be like, I didn't want to have to like juggle balls or something. I mean, I can juggle some balls. But I didn't want it like, I don't know. I didn't want to have to do something where I had to run. I had all my golden gooses. I didn't want to get them dirty. And I just, there was a lot going on. So, um he said, follow me. So I followed him down there. And so it was my, so like, imagine the stadium where you're sitting. Stadium, it's small. I mean, it's a small venue. Well, they build it just for this event. Yeah, it's like 2,000, 2,200 people. So um, it was my side of the venue against Tamika's side of the venue. And so I told these people that were on my side, I go, we're going to kick Tamika's ass. You know, right. like, come on, people. Getting pumped up like uh, Kirby Smart yeah, in the and locker they all room. got like, I mean, because that's 100 degrees. They all look like, you know, they're in like um, Abu Dhabi. You know what I mean? They got towels over their head. They're sweating. They're just miserable. I mean, honestly. And they didn't have a lot of oomph. I'm going to be honest with you. And he was a lot of fun because he knew I was a lot of fun. Right. So, um. How's Tamika's side? Well, 
I didn't think that they could take us. But anyways, he gave me this huge tennis ball. And the deal was you pass, I had to, they counted it down and then you pass the tennis ball to the first person and they had to pass it all. And it was a long row right, right. all the way down the row. And then it had to come back up the other way. And it's kind of like if you're like at a big mega church or something and you have to do those buckets, you know, the Home the Depot offering, buckets to collect the all the money for yes. the big mega church. And you have to go from row to row, make sure you got it right. You know, because you can't miss anybody because they no. could have a hundred dollar bill. And you can't, you got to make sure nobody's taking it out of the that bucket. Too. That yeah. Too. You got to be eagle eyes. Have ill intent. Intention. So, um, they did three rows back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it was going well at first because I had this group of young boys and I mean, they were in it. And then all of a sudden these elderly people, like, like this one woman, they passed the ball to her and she just was sort of staring up and, and they were like, Helen or whatever her name was. She, she was just, she was stunned like Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. She was frozen. Yeah, yeah. She was frozen. And so I had to like scream at her, lady, pass the ball. Jeez. Because, you know, I'm very competitive. Yes, I know that. And so we lost. We lost. But they, well, it was hell, so, Donna, But it was so close. Doesn't matter. They had to show it, like, on the an instant replay. And I saw, so um, Taylor, little Taylor Fritz, he was sitting, you know, they sit on their little cooling benches or whatever sure. in between. And he was just watching this whole thing go down. Like, he's probably thinking, like, what the hell? Were you waiting for his balls to fall? Yeah, like, what the hell's going on? It was on? 10 short. And I just gave him a little four-finger wave. Let me see that again. A four-finger. Well, look at that. It's not about the wave as much as it is that look. That, yep. that. And he just, he gave me um, like a head nod. What did he nod. give you? Head a head nod. nod. A head nod. Okay. Are those equal? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So cool. it was a good time. And Charlotte said to me, um, Mom, how out of 2,000 people, okay, do they find you? Like this always happens. Do they find you? I said, here's the thing. If you look like a friendly person, you know, they play the little music in between. You know, I love music. I'm just like, I'll I'll dance to September or whatever, you know. It's like then they find those people who have energy, have some energy, people. Charlotte sent me a text during the, oh, the event. Some man just came up to us and picked mom to participate in the relay race on the court. My life is not real. Well, if it had been a relay race, that wouldn't have gone well. He what, did what, kind what of make it sound like that. He said it was a relay race, but he didn't say it was with a big tennis ball. He made it sound like I was going to be running someone. Would you have done that? Oh, I'd have taken Tamika down. Let me tell you something. That would have been a whole different thing. Okay. Yeah. I said, can you imagine if you, you got there and all of a sudden freeze from Truist Park, oh the Braves, God. the Braves racetrack is yeah, the, the racetrack. sponsor, I think. And he races somebody every home game. Yes. And he's like a track star, like yes. the world champion. And he, he beats everybody's ass. And the person starts out like really fast and then he gains on him. Can you imagine? I was at the Braves game with Charlotte um, probably a month ago. And when the freeze came out, this guy was doing pretty good. This, this like 40 year old man at first. And then, like I said, the freeze comes up from nowhere and just takes him down. But can you imagine like if the freeze wants to negotiate, renegotiate his contract? They don't have a choice, kind of, because he is like, he is the most, you know, there's the little Home Depot tools Tool that come out and people love the tools. They love the little hammer and everything. The match game with the hats. Love the match game with the hats. Napa, but, I think. But that doesn't, that does not cost anything. Okay. Think about it. The match game is like a visual thing on the screen the tools they can put any i mean they could put like snicker in a in the bucket if they have to you know what i'm saying like no, nobody know yeah somebody's got to get out there like you know what i mean they, like if nobody shows up they will find like the head of like the delta club and just put him in there he's like they're like jim listen be ed bastion yeah ed, could, could, be, could be the hammer yeah ed bastion, you, you got to be the hammer tonight and he's like he's what a, the he's hell ceo of delta yeah he's like what the hell i got my own company but anyways but like if the freeze can't do it. Like, does, what if the freeze has diarrhea? What if the freeze, like, can he ever go on vacation? Think about this. Think about this. Because we've had friends who've auditioned before for the um, in PA announcer. PA announcer. 
and it's fun and it's 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 obviously about three an weeks. amazing opportunity but about 3 weeks in you're like wait a what minute what did i do i have to drive to Truist park again because there are a lot of baseball games it's not like one a week i mean when they're home for a homestand it's it's 3 4 nights you know so i don't know like i'm imagining like i think the freeze makes a lot of money how old do you think he is he's young i mean well he's in his 20s now he was a um if you look up his information he was an olympic trial I think he went to the Olympic trials, didn't he? He's a track star. He's a yeah. worldwide, worldwide track star. Yeah. Rock star. Yeah. So I, if I'm his agent, I'm asking for more money. I just going to tell you. Like, I'm not, I'd be like, I'm not putting on my tennis shoes until I get $10,000 more. And like, after the gates have already opened for yeah. a game. And they're like. Hold a hostage. Yeah. They're like, well, can we do it without the freeze? And like, well, who's, Jim, who's going to get out there and run? Pop star Cardi B was performing in Vegas, and she hurled her microphone at a fan during a concert this past Saturday. The rapper was performing her song. Get this right, Keller J. Bodka Yella. Okay. Is that right? B-O-D-A-K. B-O-D-A-K. Yes. Bodka Yella. When a concert goer threw a drink at her. Now, the concert goer, the ticket holder, the fan, I go, well, maybe not a fan, but the person in the audience, I mean, had a pretty good hand. Had a pretty good arm, I thought. Not near as strong, though, as Cardi B's, who, did you, you've seen it. Yeah. Took her microphone. I mean, she didn't miss a beat, Donna. And it was Smackdown. Smackdown. As she threw her microphone into the crowd, the song continued to play. Security guards rushed to the stage. More security guards are coming. They're trying to get to the person in the crowd. As Cardi B's watching from the stage, she, she is eagle eye, Cardi B, from the stage. She is not letting this woman out of her eyesight, her line of sight. No word on what happened to the fan or if any charges will be filed. Do you think that Cardi B would file charges if, if they find her? Okay, hang on, though. You, yeah. you missed some of the story. So you said Cardi B threw a microphone at her. What happened? You didn't tell the part about what happened to Cardi B. I did. So oh, sorry. The, the, she threw a drink at her. Oh, okay, with gotcha. A great, with a great arm, but yes. not near as good an arm as Cardi okay, B. Okay, gotcha. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah, so this has been happening. I do not understand this. You know, I just don't understand what's going on with people throwing things at artists. You know, it happened to Kelsey Ballerini, got hit with a bracelet. Um, Harry Styles got hit with something in the eye. Um, and who else? Let's see. There's a country artist, female country artist. Well, Kelsey, but Kelsey, somebody else. Somebody, somebody else. else. Um, it, just, it just keeps happening. And it's like, oh, I know. Um, uh, not Dua Lipa. What is her name? Did the Georgia, Florida Georgia Line song with them? B.B. Rexa. Yeah, B.B. Rexa. She was the first one who got hit with something. Here's what's interesting is we were having breakfast with our uh, 17-year-old Charlotte and yesterday and on Sunday. And she said, you know, like Harry Styles, and he does. Like he throws water on the crowd sometimes. And then he'll throw out a water bottle. But I don't think that's the same. I, I, I don't. As a fan throwing something up on stage. At an are audience. they a fan, though? Or are they there to cause trouble? Why would you pay that kind of money and be that close to the artist to do that? Artists who have recently had something thrown at them. Uh, Adele? Yes. BB, Kelsey mentioned them. Ava Max, who's that? Don't know. Charlie Puth? Oh. Those uh those two? Okay. And some country, uh, I think Cody Johnson a concert, but 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 it's 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 this weird trend that's it's happening. It's dangerous to the artist, but it's dangerous to the crew, it's dangerous to the band. Yeah. It's dangerous to the to the crowd when yes. when when they re, not retaliate is not the word but if I mean Cardi B's microphone could hit anybody. Well, yeah, and then like what if like what if 
there becomes a brawl because these people get mad that somebody actually, you know, hit their artist. I tell you what, somebody's going to do it to someone like Tim McGraw or something, and he's going to jump off the stage and kick someone's ass. You know what I mean? Take them down. And he could do it. Seriously. I mean, I just like, I think you have to be careful. Well, you don't have to be careful what you do. You just should not do that. I just don't understand where this started, how it started. Could it be excitement from fans wanting some social media attention? Could be. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, like they're not half the time. They're not on the, the video. It's just the, the, the thing being hurled up there. You know what I mean? I, t- I don't get it. Unless it's like somebody told me like, you know, like when you are on a cruise ship and you stand out on the ninth balcony and you know you shouldn't jump, but you have this calling to jump. Yes. Or like when you want to throw it like a throw it, like when you're holding money and you want to throw it over something, you know, there was this time period where like when people would drive under like bridges and stuff, people would throw like bricks and rocks. At, do you ever like still when you're driving under like an underpass, you look up and duck. Go, don't you damn throw Yeah, yeah, or I duck. I don't you look. little rotten kids. Because there's always a bunch of rotten ass kids. The uh, uh, throwing stuff at artists thing has been going on for decades. Who did it begin with? Who got a bat thrown at them? Who? Back in 1982. I don't know. You've never heard this? Maybe. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, a ba- yes, yes, yes. A fan I thought you a meant a baseball bat. No, no, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. The and he bit the head off of it. He did that. Gross. Uh, David Bowie yep. and the Lollipop uh, in 2004. I mean, people throw bras. Well, that's, that's, that's harmless, I think, yeah. right? But when yeah. you throw a, a drink, can be considered harmless too, though, right? I guess I just think it's disrespectful. Of course it is. I mean, I guess you could say that a bra is too. I don't know, but it just doesn't make sense. And I don't know where this has come from. You know, is this like one of those TikTok challenges that these children do? I, I just don't know. I think we know about it. If it like, is a grown 40, 50 year old person coming to someone's show to throw something? No. Yeah. No, it's someone of the TikTok age, I think. Okay. Who, who's I've, got, looking I've got one for you. For social media glory. Yes. What if you go, okay. What if you get invited on a date? Like a first date and you go to a concert together. Right. And the person you go with, be it boy or girl, throw something on the stage. Are you just not like, okay, listen. Time to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah. Never again. Actually, yeah. never I'll see you later. Yeah. 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 Crazy. That is uh, inappropriate concert etiquette. Yes. All right. To say the least. Get your shit together. People. It's just inappropriate human behavior. Period. Cadillac Jack, Donna Jack, 530 till 10 a.m. Eastern weekdays. Atlanta's the Bear 92.5. Check us out. Download the free Bear app. Search for the Bear 925 in the Apple uh, App Store or Google Play. All right, simple search, the Bear 925. And you can join us for five mornings, 5.30 till 10, plus two podcast episodes. That's a lot of Donna. Really? But we can't. But one can never get enough Donna, Mm. is what I was going to say. And here is an example of that. It's time to wake up, smell the coffee, pet the wife, kiss the dog, and start the day with Cadillac Jack and Donna. That's how we do it, 5.30 till 10. The Bear 92.5. It's the Jacks. Okay, so you know how, like, remote working gave way to people being called back into the office and everything? Well, they did this study from the Wall Street Journal, and they said that, like, four to six is the new just complete dead zone. And managers are so ticked off about this. In the afternoon, 4 to yes. 6 p.m., okay. They said they can't find employees from 4 to 6. And so what's happening now is managers are, like, calling meetings at 4.30 because they just want, you know, it's kind of like an end-of-the-day wrap-up. And people are, like, gone. Whereas people used to work, you know, it was, like, 9 to 5. I mean, it was... And a 5 o'clock hard stop. Yeah, but, I mean, a lot of people, rarely did most people 
walk out the door at five o'clock. You know, you didn't grab your keys. I mean, some jobs you do if you work in like an, you know, a doctor's office or something that has a hard close. But I mean, if you're a salesperson, you know, I always worked, you know, always you're working later, you work until you're done. But now managers are calling these pop-up meetings at 430 because they're like, I cannot find people. And so people are saying, listen, this is my time now. And this is coming a holdover from the pandemic where they're like, I'm not going to work all these hours. If you really need to get in touch with me that much, text me after dinner, after supper. Can you imagine? I can't. But I mean, I'm not doing a meeting at 630. Are you? No, but 5 o'clock, 435 o'clock, Do you think that's reasonable? Uh, I do. So what time do you think? Like, what's the, like, what is the official end to a day, do you think? 5 o'clock. Like, if you have a, if you don't have that kind of like sales job or nefarious end, right. like, what's you, you the official end of the day? Five o'clock. You work in an office, not medical necessarily, any kind of office. It's five, it's nine to five. So you have, you should expect to be reachable and available. If not there physically at 430. Yeah. I think. Until five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what managers are saying that people are pushing it back further and further Home and, and lunch. further. Yeah. Home and lunch. And that the expectation that while, Pre-pandemic, maybe Americans were too heavy on the work thing that after the pandemic, post-pandemic, the expectations of workers are out of control, out of control. They don't want to come in. You know, they want to work mobile. They want to work remote. They want to do a hybrid schedule where they're they're in and they're out. They want to bring their dog to work. They want to get Uber Eats, you know, sponsored by the company. They, you know, they just want to be entertained all the time. And managers are saying, listen, get to work. Where has productivity gone? That like, if you take these, this time and you boil it down, you're really, by the time you get there at nine o'clock, you kibitz at the coffee machine, you well, sit you, down, you what? like, you know, you, you kibitz and you, you kill talk. time. Yeah. Well, okay. you talk, you know, it's what'd you do over the weekend? Water cooler okay, chatter. So that's nine fifteen, nine thirty. You get to your desk, you do a little work. It's time for lunch. And then they said employees are itching like anxious to get in their cars and hit the road by 3.30. The countdown can begin after lunch, really, because you're not going to work as hard as you would in the morning, right? Because you're you're watching the clock, ready to go. Well, and and, and employees are saying that, you know, employees are being very like, you know, they have bravado. They're saying, listen, my kid's got a Little League game at at 4.10. And they're like, well, okay, but I get it. But the workday goes until 5. And that bosses are saying that they're being almost like shamed by employees to make them feel like they're not pro family because they're not letting these people out, you know? And I'm like, I'm like on the fence with this because, you know, I was always, both of us have been, could probably be accused of being workaholics at times just because we had jobs that weren't. Well, this isn't a nine to five job. And it never was. My sales jobs were never nine to five. You know, clients would call me all hours of the day and night. Um, and I have been that mom who's been at a softball game. Now I'm there or at practice, but I could right. be on the phone. You know what I mean? I could be on the phone. I could be um, walking around, like trying to do a meeting. You know, you just do what you have to do. And I think that, um, I don't know. I think sometimes like, you know, if you see a parent at the ballpark and they're on the phone and you're like, why can't, why can't they just engage with their kid? Like, why do they have to, you know, be doing work? Well, sometimes that's just what you do. If you have a West Coast based company and they don't kick up until three o'clock in the afternoon, I commend people for at least being there, trying to be present, but still having to work. You know, I just be, like, being present like at a ball game. Yeah. I mean, you just got to give people grace because I mean, parents, it is a struggle trying to, if you have more than one kid like we did and just, shuffling all the things i found these old daytimers cadillac jack where i was cleaning out closets and stuff and 
I went and started looking through them, and I'm going to show them to you. Although make you, you dizzy. We've talked about how you're not like you don't look back on things, but like, um, it was unbelievable the amount of stuff that we Three had kids. going. Oh my god! And so I would, you would always, you know, and you wanted me to. It wasn't like I was doing this, but you would always give me your calendar for the week and say, "Hey, put everything on there," you know, for the kids so that I know what's going on. It was neck breaking to see what all was going on some weeks. I'm amazed. I'm kind of proud of us some days that we survived. And they didn't drive either. No. And we both worked, you know? What do you think is the in in, in day? What time? I mean, I think five o'clock is reasonable. I think the problem is, you know, when people got used to not commuting, they got used to not commuting. And so the minute people talk about traffic or hit traffic, they feel like that's infringing on their time. And, you know, not everybody can have an office right around the corner. Not everybody. I mean, some people want people in the office, you know, for productivity. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's difficult. You just have to find a way to, you know, I always say nooks and crannies. You got to right. work it all in. From Donna's Honky Tonk Headlines on the Bear 92.5 weekday mornings, a story about the GOP pancake breakfast Recently held uh, over the weekend, I believe, in Nebraska, New Hampshire. Was it a pancake breakfast? North Dakota. Where was it? It was. And what was it? We'll take both. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was a pancake breakfast. Well, it was where they introduced all the candidates all that the are Repu- running, Yeah, all the Republican the, candidates. So it was, at, it was a dinner. It was the GOP's Lincoln Dinner. And it's basically a forum in Iowa attended by all of the major candidates that are seeking the nomination the Republican nomination for president. And so all of the presidents come out or the not, uh, sorry, the candidates come out and they get to kind of do like a little elevator pitch. I don't you know, I don't know what that entails. Like I'm for the border and guns, gu- guns or whatever, you know, um, I don't like women and I'm for higher taxes or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying whatever it is. Um, so when they all of, when all of them walked out, the song that they chose for everyone was Brooks and Dunn only in America, which I love that song. And it seems appropriate. Seems appropriate. Right. I mean, it's a fire up here. You know, here's the things that happen in America. Um, How many candidates are there? Do we know? Don't know. Okay. Um, but when Trump walked out, the line that was playing from the song was, one could end up going to prison. One just might be president. Telling me that the other candidates that were there got got a different line from the song. Like they, they maybe got they might just go back to Oklahoma and talk about the stars that could have been. Yeah, because you know, I think you've questioned this on the radio show too. How could they have timed that? I mean, do you know how slow Trump walks? I mean, he's not gonna do anything at someone else's request. You like, don't you don't think that this was No, I mean, then they would have had to like it would have to be like a NASCAR pit crew like timing. I mean, like what if whoever DeSantis or whatever, like what if he's a little slower? Okay, let me ask you this then. So they all walked out continuously as the song continuously played. I think so, but I don't know that. But they all walked out to the same music. I just don't think that there's any way to perfectly pull up those two lines to when he's walking out. Do you? I do. Okay. What, what would be in, I mean, like, who would sabotage that? Though? The Republicans for the Republicans? A Democrat. There's no Democrat. Who infiltrated the, 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 the pancake The sound brunch. system? Yes. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Talk for a second. I want to look and see if there's actual video. But here's what happened. Ronnie Dunn uh, tweeted out, innocent, with, you know, four exclamation points. Um, he did not believe that Trump could end up going to prison. And doesn't seem to have a problem with 
you know, them using their song. I think the one interesting thing is, you know, people through bands through the years or groups or even artists through the years who have said, please do not use my music as like your walk up music for or your political, you know, music. Um, because I, I'm not, uh, you know, say I'm a Democrat and I'm not associated with the Republican Party or vice versa. Or quite frankly, I didn't want anybody to know where I stand. And then now people are going to think that I'm like a Republican or whatever. If someone asks you not to use their music, do you have to not use it? You, you can do whatever you want, if you're, right? No, no, no. If you're the songwriter, you can say no. Okay. But you can't, it's not just the artist necessarily. It's the songwriter. Yeah. And a lot of times the songwriter is the artist, but oftentimes it's not. Uh, it looks like they walked out, not necessarily like back to back to back to back, but... I think that it would have been easy to do this, mm. to pull this off. I do. Okay. Well, Trump was not happy. He likes to walk out to Lee Greenwood. Continuing our conversation about country music, country artist Craig Morgan, tons of hits, served 17 years in the U.S. Army. And over the weekend, Saturday night at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, he re-enlisted at 59 years old. Unbelievable. Here is that special moment from the Grand Ole Opry stage. I, Craig Morgan Greer, do solemnly swear... Do solemnly swear to support and defend, to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. The Constitution of the United States of America. Against all enemies. Against all enemies. Foreign and domestic. Foreign and domestic. And I will tra- bear true faith. And I will bear true faith. And allegiance to the same. And allegiance to the same. I will obey the orders. I will obey the orders. Of the President of the United States. Of the President of the United States. And the orders. And the orders. Of the officers appointed over me. Of the officers appointed over me. In accordance with regulations, in accordance with regulations, in the Uniform Code of Military Justice, and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. So help me God. There you have it. Craig Morgan uh, served in the Army 101st and 82nd Airborne Divisions as an E 6th Sergeant and Fire Support Specialist. At 59 years old, Donna, he is re enlisting. Now, uh, we know that this is, uh, this is happening. Obviously, the Army is. Uh, expanding their demographic on the back end, maybe. I get calls weekly Wait, from... Whoa, whoa, whoa. On the back end of what? Well, the age spectrum. Uh, Craig's 59. Okay. Uh, he just re-enlisted. I'm 50. They, they petition me every weekend to come and join. I just don't have they the time. They petition you every weekend? To join the U.S. Okay, Army. How I, does that look? How does, does it look? Yeah, how does that manifest itself? I don't itself? have the time for that. That's what the, that's you know, how that looks. How does it manifest itself in them trying to find you? Like, what are they doing? Uh, they're texting me. They're, they're texting, texting you. Me. They are indeed. They are indeed. A Let's, recruiter is texting you. Yes, Staff Sergeant uh, Hernandez, I think, is his name. Yeah. I was so excited when I got a text message over the weekend from the United States Army. Mm. Uncle Sam wants Cadillac Jack Donna. For what? Well, to, to, to be a, a military man. Okay. In the U.S. <laughs> Army. Like to do, like to like be good morning, Vietnam. No, to carry a weapon. Okay, now, fight. We, you've already said that you would not even go in to do this when we were, when we needed people Sergeant, recently. Sergeant Hernandez Sosa from the Army Recruiting Office mm. writes, wanted to reach out to see if you're interested in receiving information about the Army or the Army Reserve. Please let me know if you have any questions. Hablo Espanol. This right. just comes in out right of the Right there it is. Yes, goes to my unknowns. And you pulled this up. I think I got it about 10 days ago. And you're like, hmm, who's this? I got very very excited about it. You know, I mean, I I don't have the time to take this on, to to, to serve the United States military right now. But I'm honored that the the military thought enough of me uh, to to invite me to join the ranks. Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to quabosh your dream. Uh Uh-huh. 
But my question would be, what's the vetting process? Like, how do they get to you? Is this just like people breathing over the age of a certain age? uh, No, I don't believe that's the case at all, Donna. Like, you don't think they they certainly didn't buy a gym membership list. Cadillac Jack. What What does that mean exactly? I mean, I'm not like, I'm not quabba. Again, I'm not going to quabosh your dream. And I'm one of those people that believes well, it's not, it's not my dream. has nothing to do with age. Like you can do anything at any age, but you have been very vocal about the fact that you don't run, you don't drink water, you don't squat, you don't stretch. True. So how's this going to manifest itself? I mean, what are, you, what are you expecting to do should you join the military? The military? Like what, what? I, there, there are a lot of things I can do, Donna. But this is what I was saying, like, with the Good Morning Vietnam. I wasn't kidding. Like, you could be, like, that person who announces the flag, the revelry or whatever. Okay. But, I mean, I just don't think you're going to be in an active role. Regardless. Regardless, the U.S. Army and Uncle Sam won't Cadillac Jack on. Well, and you, 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 for, for you some are reason, a very proud American. I am that. Yes. For some reason, you don't want to, you don't, you do not want to accept this. And I don't know I why. I don't want to give you up to the military. Okay. All right. That's that. But, uh, Yes. I just don't have time. I'd love to do it, but I don't have time. But Craig Morgan, God bless him. He has time. God bless him. At 59 years old, country artist Craig Morgan has re-enlisted in the U.S. Army. Hey, Bear Country, are you ready for the weekend? It's going to be hotter than Georgia asphalt. You're going to feel triple-digit temperatures this weekend for the first time since August 13, 2019. This is like, I tell you, I, I'm so excited. That means a string, Donna, of what? Code orange smog alert days. I, it's like, okay. Christ, like Christmas morning for me. Why is that like Christmas morning? Because they tell you, don't exercise, don't go outside. Just don't do do not do a thing. So and it's we, almost like someone has given you a green light to just be lazy. Do nothing. To do okay. absolutely nothing. Sounds like a plan. Wake up tomorrow morning. Morning and do nothing with Cadillac Jack and Donna, the Bear 92.5. Listen live anywhere that you are using the uh, the Bear app. Simple search the Bear 92.5 in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, a lot of people ask us like who listen to the podcast. Like, oh, I wish I could hear it. Pull up the app and pulling up the app is the same as you listening to the podcast. You know, you just pull it up in your, um, like we said, in your Apple or Google Play and just put in uh, the Bear 92.5. The Bear 92.5. 92.5, and it comes up, and you just listen. Pop, bing, simple download, and you're with us weekdays, 5.30 till 10 a.m. Eastern. Atlanta's the Bear 92.5. And you get great country music. I have to say, yeah. the, 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 the music that the we play is unbelievable. And, and, you know, both you and I worked at big, big stations, but those big, big stations basically played the same seven songs very tight, over and over again. Very tight. Highly researched playlists. I hear that music. Eight people decide. I can't tell you the music that I've heard on the Bay where I'm like, I did not remember that song. Okay. It's amazing. Yep. Amazing. Great station. Atlanta's the Bear 92.5, Cadillac Dot Mornings, 5 30 till 10. Monday through Friday. All right, we take weekends off. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Gallery Furniture. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman, although he won't answer. Uh, been, not been with us in a while. Okay, do you know that I was at Gallery last week? And I was standing there talking to Marilyn, and Donna's it was his death daughter. Anniversary. No, oh. but someone called on the phone and asked to speak to the Wolfman. I believe that. I'm not even kidding. I believe it. When you just said that, it just triggered me. And Marilyn's just so she's like, "Well, he's not here. Like, yeah. but he's just not here. You know what I mean? Like, right. it was just I was interested to he see won't how be here she. Tomorrow. Was, yeah, I was interested to see how she's going to answer. But she said, "Well, he's not here." And then I guess they asked for Donna, and Donna had gone to the bank. And, uh, yeah, so. So you, you took the call? No, Marilyn did. Okay. So anyway, um, I just got my new furniture from gallery and I am so excited. Uh, we got a new couch, big, big sectional huge. couch. Love I it. mean, huge. We have a very big, impressive. We have a big family room and we had a kind of a leather sectional that we'd had forever. 
And um, we moved that sucker upstairs and um, got a new couch. I got it the day that we had our big parking lot party. Um, right before Memorial Day. Yeah. And um, I talked to Carl Appen, who's, who's our producer here with the Appen Boys, into getting the same couch. And he loves his couch. And it was funny. He had gotten his couch probably, him and Cheeks got their couch probably two, three weeks before I got mine. Um, and the only reason was I had to have some painting done. I was kind of waiting on the couch and Don and them were nice enough to hold it for me. But he said, um, uh, what's the puppy dog's name? Oh, shoot. Bun. Bun. Yes. I cannot believe I can't remember that. They're sweet little dog. He said, the minute the couch comes in, Bun like jumps on it and claims it. And I'm like, will you, cause it's kind of a white cream colored couch. And I'm like, well, you can't have that. You got, you got to get this under control. I'll be damned if they didn't bring my couch in. On. Roscoe. He jumps right up there. And I mean, it was like he was claiming his spot. And when he sleeps on this couch. He snores. He's gone. It's like a human. You saw him yesterday. 0% uh, financing. You can qualify for that at Gallery Furniture. How about this? Guaranteed financing. Six months on the job and a checking account. Two things you need. That's it. And then Donna's going to work her magic. You find it on the showroom floor, pack it up, strap it down, take it home, or have your stuff delivered like you did by Shane and, and in the gallery family. Well, you know what? They came when they said they were going to come, and they put it together, and they you know, cleaned up, and it's just great guys. And you know what I loved the most about it is I did not expect it to look any different coming from gallery, but you know, sometimes you order things, and it's just not quite what you thought it was going to be. That does not happen with gallery. It came in and I was so excited. I was so excited when it came in. I had been looking forward to it forever. Um, also got a little kitchen table because ours really could have been donated to NASA. Um, or a science lab. Somewhere. Oh my God. When they turned that thing upside down, Caddy, and pulled that out. I mean, this was a heavy wood table. Number one, it took forever like to wheel. get it out. But I mean, I looked at the underside of it and I was like, is that ketchup? Is that like, what is okay. that? It's all just right. disgusting. Because wow. you know when you have little kids and they just like wipe their fingers yep. all into the and, bottom and of the table? And they have for how many years? How yeah. many years? Yeah. Table didn't sit down. It was a little sentimental because it was like our little table that we had had. I thought about it. How many conversations with kids did we have at that kitchen table? Good A one. lot of great conversations. But, Good but ones, different. tough ones. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Emotional everything. Emotional ones. But you know what? It was, it was time and that one was a little sticky. And so, yeah, had to go. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Instagram to follow is... At Ask for Wolfman Furniture. About six, seven trucks a week at Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. Great quality furniture for every room in your house. Thank you, Donna, for your support of the podcast. It's Cadillac Jack, my second act also. Support from Awesome Alpharetta. Come play a while. Stay a while. Find your awesome and awesome Alpharetta. T-Mobile. T-Mobile Home Internet. Internet freedom. Free yourself from internet BS. Reliable internet. 50 bucks a month from T-Mobile. Fayetteville Ford, FayettevilleFordGA.com, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty, Delta Airlines, Atlanta's hometown airline, and Brightmore Healthcare, Brightmore Hospice, BrightmoreHealthcare.com. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen at the Appen Podcast Network, production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios, I-N-G-O Studios in Atlanta. And we're very thankful and grateful for uh, Mitchell's support of not only the podcast, but now the, uh, the, the radio portion. Yes, he's big with, help. With production assistance. We could not do it without Ingo Studios. Uh, juggling podcasting and radio and uh, multimedia stuff. And uh, Steve's uh, he's running the show now. We appreciate that very much and excited to have him uh, on the team. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.
It's Cadillac Jack and Donna. The comedy of Larry the Cable Guy. He joins us here on the Bay 925. How are you? Yeah, doing good. I'm actually on my way to play a celebrity golf tournament in Des Moines for one day with the senior guys. I'm going out with Katy Perry. You, you, you're doing what to Katy Perry? Uh, I'm making love to Katy Perry at 9.30. <laughs> I took that pill at 5 o'clock this morning. I only got another 30 minutes on that thing. <laughs> Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5.